Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call. Get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. A drive to left. Back and gone. Signature moment in his year and a half for the Twins. All right, baseball isn't boring because of walk-offs. There you go. You got one right there. Carlos Correa, you're welcome. Home run call of the day, and baseball isn't boring because of sticky substances, because of suspensions, because of the debate about whether or not a human being's hand is sticky or not. Well, Drew Smith got busted for having sticky hands. At least that's what the umpire said. You have Michael Kay, you have uh, David Cohn talking about it on the broadcast. And so let's hear what happened for Drew Smith. And let's hear his explanation or his analysis of the situation. Walter goes to Drew Smith. Bill Miller looks at his hand and throws him out. And Smith can't believe it. Showing his hand again. So they checked him when he came in from the bullpen. They didn't like what they saw, so that's a 10-game suspension for him. The rest of the Mets infield checking out the hand themselves, but he is out. And the Mets now have to play a pitcher short while he's on suspension. That is the key there, and that's what Buck Showalter's thinking about right now. How sticky were your hands? I don't think they were sticky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously I, obviously they do. Um, I'm sure they're going to come out with a, with a statement. Saying something similar to Max's, like stickiest hands ever, or whatnot. But um, my hands were sticky, and I had everybody check them as I was coming off the field. I don't know if that was caught on camera. Um, the MLB guy in the in the tunnel, I kind of forced him to feel my hands as I walked in. I just grabbed him like this and pulled, and he actually laughed and said there was nothing there. So uh, I don't really know what else to do. All right, there you go. Well. I implore everybody to go back and listen to our interview with Jim Joyce one week ago. One week ago, we talked to Jim Joyce. Go listen to him, and it's it'll be worth it. 
get the umpire's perspective of this as well. So maybe we'll surface that a little bit later today. All right. But today we sit down with one of our guys, Rich Hill. Always great. Always great. Especially when you're talking about a first place team. And it's a great time to talk to Rich because here he is pitching well. Pirates are in first place. And by the way, now as we get deep into, he's not going to be traded probably. Most likely, undoubtedly. Usually, you get, a, you get an older guy, you get a veteran guy, you get a guy on a one-year contract. He does okay. You trade him at trade deadline for a team that's rebuilding. That's what everybody thought was going to happen. But sure enough, we're sitting here. Well, you know what? Let Rich talk about it. All right? You, he's going to give you an unbelievable perspective of this. At BB isn't boring. The socials are climbing and climbing and climbing. You can see me interviewing people. You can see me. Uh, you can see all the great work that producer Evan's doing. All of this. Uh, really, really great stuff. It's just a lot of fun. I appreciate everybody who's helping out along the way. But today was a lot of fun as well. Rich Hill. All right, he's back. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Every Fresh, time. Fresh, every- I was, uh, as I was saying, fresh off of uh, hair and makeup, I had to get nice and. Uh, yeah. We demand a collared shirt at all times. Um, yeah. But uh, every time that we feel like the season's wearing us down, Rich, you appear and you make us, you put a spring in our step. So. All right. All right. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Um, first of all, how are you? Good. I'm do- yeah, everything's good. Thanks. How, how about yourself? Great. We're just uh, running out the podcast and and having some really interesting conversations. And and uh, you know, I love it. I love it. You know, we talked to Kid Nolan Jones yesterday, who hit the 472 foot walk off home run. Um, wow. Who was, by the way, who was traded uh, from Cleveland for you know not a lot. And now, you know, he finds his way. and But, you know, so there's a few things I want to talk to you about. Uh, another guy that we had on recently was a uh, friendly or an old coach of yours, Tori Lovello. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So so the topic came up, Rich, um, where I said, okay, Tori, how did you get these guys to believe? How did you turn the corner? And I know that the last time you were on the podcast that you forgot – <laughs> you texted me you said hey sorry i missed that podcast i said rich we just literally did yeah. a podcast for 35 minutes <laughs> <laughs> i know i know i gotta i gotta check the uh back of the key card to see what city we're in <laughs> i know um but i know that we talked a little bit about the pirates and sort of you know feeling good about things and everything else but that was a while ago that was probably yeah. over a month ago um yeah. But I am. I want to ask you the same thing I asked Tori, and you're coming from a player's perspective. He's coming from the manager's perspective. It's one thing to get off to a good start, but now you guys are still in first place. How, how do you? How do you? And you've seen it before, where a team starts strong and then sort of fizzles. How do? You, how do you get guys to actually believe that you can compete? with like the big boys i mean there's no other way i can put it but yeah arizona arizona arizona's doing it now right there yeah 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 and that 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 you know in my opinion obviously with tory he's one of the best managers i've ever played for um and you know i've 
played for a lot of great managers, Hall of Fame managers, and and Tori is you know right up there in in you know the top three for me. And um, you know the way he communicates and and obviously has a really even keeled mentality about how to uh, you know go about just the day to day because it's it's even in the day to day with 162 games it can get pretty um you know monotonous but also it can get kind of rushed if you're not either a it can get laid back if you're winning a lot or it could get rushed if you're losing in panic and setting but his 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 even keeled mentality and the way he's able to balance everything out and understands what it takes in the process and and really what goes into that day-to-day which is the work uh he is you know obviously uh one of the best at at being able to uh, communicate that with the players. Um, you know, as for us here in Pittsburgh, uh, you know, those questions do come up in, in the, uh, dugout, you know, that, that question that you asked of, you know, looking across the diamond and, and, you know, thinking, you know, Hey, we can play with anybody. We can play with these guys. And I'm like, you're damn right. We can, (laughs) we can beat anybody's ass, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I want, I want, you know, all the guys to to believe that. And they are, they're definitely believing that. And, and, you know, I think uh, there was more of those talks in the beginning of the year uh, where, you know, you're, you're facing teams with, you know, bigger lineups or, you know, prominent players or facing, um, you know, some some excellent starters in, in the big leagues and and we're able to go out there and, you know, win those games. And that builds confidence and that's what happens over time. And, and that's why we're in the position we're at right now is because of the work that's gone in and the consistency of the work and the day-to-day that guys have been dedicating themselves to understanding that, you know, it takes that effort every single day to continuously have those results. And that's what guys are seeing. They're seeing that the, the work that they're putting in is, is, um, you know, producing the, the fruits of the labor, I guess, if you want to say, right. So that, that's been a very, very big, consistent, um, you know, point to the season. And I think also, you know, a lot of the guys that are here on, on this roster got to learn, uh, quite a bit over the last couple of years. And, you know, I think coming into this season, um, as everybody knew, this was this was going to be a year to do something special because of that, because of the reference points that everybody gained from failing. And, you know, I get that question a lot. You know, what is it important to fail? And my answer is yes, it's, it's extremely important because of what I just mentioned. You gain a reference point. Now, it is failure if you don't gain that reference point and you continuously make the same mistakes over and over again. But, you know, if, if you learn something from it, then it's, it's unbelievably valuable. So that's, that's where I see, um, you know, where we're at right now. Uh, in this season. And, and it's, it's been so exciting to watch these guys just come out and, and perform, uh, you know, night in and night out. It's, it's been amazing, especially with, you know, given, given some of the youth on the team as well, you know, and I think with guys like Andrew McCutcheon, uh, Carlos Santana, Austin Hedges, um, you know, that have, that have been able to show that consistency of how they go about their day to day. Other guys are, are also uh, learning from them. So 
to go back to the you're sitting in the dugout and you're like, hey, we can beat their ass. Doesn't matter what their payroll is. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? right. So two things. Number one, do you remember a because people like uh, specific incidents, anecdotes or whatever? Do you remember a specific time in the year where maybe that was like that hit? More than more than most times that you said it, or or just some one that one moment that jumped out of looking across. Hey, hey, we're we're we can hang. We're we're doing okay. And second of all, the second thing is, um, what has has it got to the point where, like you said, those conversations have died out because you just know by now. I mean, we're sitting right. here in mid June. We don't need right. to say that anymore. So those no. two things. Right. Right. Yeah. I think. I think in the beginning of the season, actually, when we came to Fenway uh, and played, you know, really well at Fenway, and and um, I think guys, it was for you know, and 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 I, I understand that um, you know being used to a ballpark that has the historical value that Fenway has and the gravity that it has going in there, but for somebody who's going in there for the first time, um, you know, and it's it's an extremely uh, daunting kind of experience, to be honest with you. And that's just from a real perspective of a player. Um, some guys, you know, oh, okay, it's another ballpark. But most uh, understand, you know, the history of the game and understand how special a ballpark like that is. And, you know, when we were able to come to Boston and play and perform the way that we did, I, I really truly believe that gave, you know, uh, a little bit of validation to this roster. You know, and I and I think that, um, you know, just which was a, which was a sweep, by the way, in case people right. forget that. I mean, that was a sweep, right? But I I think that the you know the other side of it too is just trying to understand the balance of hey, yeah, this is a great ballpark; it deserves all the respect in the world. But at the same time, we have a job to do, right? So you have to go out there and perform and it doesn't matter where it is. And I think that that's some of that talk that we've had over spring training into the beginning of the season where it doesn't matter where you are, uh, where what mound you're on, what batter's box you're in. You know, it, it, it comes down to the effort and it comes down to that intensity that you're going to bring, whether it, and, I, and I've said this to you before, whether it's on the backfield, whether it's in the World Series, whether it's in a bullpen, you know, you're the same guy at, at every moment. Um, and, and, you know, I'm seeing that over the course of the, the season, um, you know, from everybody. And, and that's something, you know, that, that one really sticks out to me that, mm. that series, because, you know, what, what that brings, uh, from across the, you know, you're playing the Red Sox, you know, you're playing, you know, a big market team in a historic ballpark that 90% of the roster has never played in. You know, and and I and I think back to my own career. I mean, in the beginning, uh, when we went to Yankee Stadium, the old Yankee Stadium, and just remember the overhang and all the history, and going to Monument Park and going down through the tunnel out into the dugout. You come up, it's you know everything was tight and small, and you know you go out there and you're like, Babe Ruth played here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just it's uh, for me that's the stuff that um, I love about the game, and I love that. You know, some of that stuff has transcended time uh, that you can go into another ballpark that's, you know, been able to hold the amount of history as Fenway has. Um, but that's how I can relate it. And I understand what these guys were thinking and, and when we were there. But, um, you know, really, at the end of the day, that that's that's where 
uh, the belief, um, you know, was solidified or continued to, to build on. Mm-hmm. And at this point, to your point, at this point in the season, we're, you know, well past that and, and understand that we have a really good team. Yeah. It's like, let's go. I mean, let's go. I mean, we're, we're in it. We're heading into July. And, and so this morphs with the question, this is going to be an honest and somewhat awkward question, Rich, which I know you'll always appreciate. I love that. <laughs> when, when you signed with the Pittsburgh Pirates, the I would think if someone put up a poll, they would say the narrative was going to be, that's great. He's going to get a chance to excel, and then he's going to get traded, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's yeah. the perception, yeah. right? The yep. Pirates has, yep. hadn't had any success. Um, you're... You have a track record. You're the perfect, like, much like much like the time last year, even though you weren't traded, the same sort of deal. But yeah. it was like that was the perception. And teams do this all the time. Teams, right. they'll yeah. never admit it. And I don't think they were doing oh. it in this case, but they'll never admit it. But they say like a, uh, I don't want to crap on any teams right now, especially the Oakland oh, A's. But, uh, no, well, the, o- the, Oakland, no. I, the Oakland. Oakland because that I, I went through that in Oakland uh, right. when I was there in 16 hmm. but um and and it is it's 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 business i mean what uh, how, how else are you going to cut it right right <laughs> it, it so, is right. what it is and, and you know that it is part of the practice right so so stuff. but you so when you went to oakland right you yeah. went to you went there to revitalize your career but also like you knew the deal right they probably aren't going to win no, I didn't. I, I I know this sounds crazy, but I didn't. I was like, no, we're gonna win. Oh, uh, well, again, that's I'm but... I'm I'm, I'm uh, I don't know. That's why I wore green. So I'm green. I don't know. <laughs> green. You know, I'm too green. Um, <laughs> I was I was thinking honestly. I'm not kidding. I was in spring training. I was like, Jesus, pretty good roster. We got to you know. I'm looking at the team and all that. And then I, I'm not gonna say anything about anybody or name names or anything like that. But guys were talking about getting traded at the deadline, and I was kind of bullshit. I was like. Why, why, why would you think you're going to get traded at the deadline when we could do something here? I mean, honestly, why would you sign in a place to go and, you know, hopefully get traded at the deadline? Well, I, I just don't understand it. Because if your mind has already gone there, you're not focused in on your job. You're not focused in on what you need to do on that day. Mm. It's true. It's mm. true. You can't have that. You can't have, like, people ask me all the time. It's like, oh, well, how, how much longer do you want to play? It's like, I, I have no idea. Mm. I don't know. I mean, because if I go there, I'm doing a disservice to myself and my teammates, um, and I don't think that's fair at all. But anyway, that was that that was my experience. No, it's it's a, it, and it's. I think that it it's a great. I'm glad you said that, Rich. Honestly, yeah. because when you signed with Pittsburgh, it was I knew that your mentality was the exact same mentality you just said. I knew that. It, right, that, that this was like we are going to win. I'm signing to a. Pl- I'm going to a place. I'm going to pitch well. We're going to win. Going to help them though them win. Meanwhile, but like I said, the majority of baseball were thinking, well, the Pirates are the Pirates, and and this is going to be the the situation where you're going to be traded. But I don't. I knew that talking to you, Rich. I'm not just saying that because you're here. Talking, I could tell that you were in it to win it with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, so which is awesome. It's a great mentality to have. But now it's an even better mentality to have because holy mackerel, now you're sitting there, and as you know, who knows what's going to happen over the next month. But as we sit here, it's like you're going to be an enormous part of a pennant race team, you know. Mm-hmm. And that is 
for for someone who is to like your to your point about being in Oakland, like you're saying, hey guys, we can win, we can win, we can win, and I I don't I don't suspect that the same number of guys at Pittsburgh like did the said what you said what the guys were saying in Oakland, but there was probably a couple guys like oh you know well maybe we'll win I don't know maybe we'll win, and you're saying we're gonna win, and then I'm gonna help you win, and here we are in mid June, and there you go, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't have that. You don't have that. You were sitting here in mid June when the trade deadline stuff is already percolating, and we oh, don't yeah. have to yeah. have that conversation right now, right? Well, the, I, I think the conversation goes now to well, what moves are the Pirates? Can make? Exactly. That's what I'm talking you know what about. I mean? Now, I, if I look at our roster, I mean, I would say, shoot, we're in pretty good shape. You know what I mean? There's always, there's always, you know. Whatever you need, you always need starting pitching. Let's just be, let's be, let's go out there and say that because you know you can never have enough of that. And I and I think that that's something like as being a starter and being you know part of uh, many postseason teams, knowing that you know the more pitching you can have, the better off you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now we've seen guys you know like uh, uh, Moretta, uh, Johan Ramirez, uh, Jose Hernandez, who was picked up in the Rule Five. Um, draft has been doing unbelievable. Uh, Colin Holderman, um, you know, I'm, I'm just rattling off some names with Bednar, our, you know, all-star closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look at this roster and the way it's been constructed and what what Ben Sherrington has done, uh, you know, it's it's to me, it's it's extremely impressive. Mm. It, so going back to sort of like said, a month and a half before the trade deadline. I go back to you've experienced a lot of this. You've experienced trades. You experienced trade deadlines. All of that. Um, yeah. Last year, even last year, I remember being with you in Houston. Like we're, yeah. we're and and a year ago, you guys were on a roll. You were on the Red Sox. You guys were on a roll. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like I think that when you got hurt or start came out in Chicago. Yeah, July. 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 That was that was that's that when the team went out started like going off yeah, the was, not not because yeah, of you. I'm not I'm not blaming you, but I'm just like saying the, No, no, but that's but so anyway, you're going along great and we don't and, yeah. and then next thing you know, we're sitting in Houston and we're yeah. all riding out and go that must have been it's just you've been through the trade deadline so much, so many different things. And last year was a just another example how wacky it can be, right? I mean, you right. didn't that day. You didn't know, right? You, you, had, no. you, yeah. And I, and I think there's always a little bit of that trepidation when it comes around being traded a couple times and three times now in my career. I think maybe more. Um, but you, you get, you know, you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh man, is this gonna, you know, are you gonna end up somewhere? You know, I, I don't know. Just a myriad of thoughts that kind of go through your head, and then once that you know, whatever it is, 401 or four, you know, four, four o'clock and one second passes, you can breathe a little bit, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that, that, that was, I mean, I'll just, honestly, that sucked last year, all the injuries that we had in July, that really was the, you know, the, the difficult part of the season that, uh, was, was really hard to navigate through because most of the, <laughs> most of the rotation ended up getting hurt. Um, you know, and some of the guys in in the position players ended up getting hurt where where it was tough to try to replicate that. I mean, you know, uh, this year we've we've been fortunate uh, in that department here in in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, obviously O'Neill Cruz was a huge uh, 
you know, uh, shot to the gut, but, um, you know, he's doing well right now and, and, uh, he's out of his, out of his boot walking around. He looks great. So I'm not sure about his timetable of, of, of return for us, but, you know, guys like Tucapita Marcano, uh, G1 Bay, um, just being able to have guys that can play multiple positions on any given day is, uh, it's incredible. Well, I want so what, what I want you to do. Sorry to interrupt, but what I want you to do because I'm now you get me fired up. Now, so what, what I want you to do is go in that clubhouse today, yeah. and say, yeah. "Okay, guys, here's the here's the thing. We're we're good. We're, we're four games over five hundred. We're we're in first place. Now we got to hit the gas pedal because because we got to hit the gas pedal for the next month because we want to add. We want we because you can tell them. I saw what happened last year." How this yeah, can turn? Yeah, yeah, I want you to tell them. Tell them to say, "Hey, listen, let's go." No, you're let's- right. Hey, listen, you're right. I know, I know, but you're 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 right on. You're right on, and I can tell you're not joking right now. Like, no, you're, you're, man, you're, no, I'm not joking. Right. I, love like, it. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, like, but that's like, that's the thing because we get we play the Cubs, we play the Brewers, and then we play the Cubs again. I mean, talk about you know a series of events after these next uh, nine days that could be you know, unbelievable and put ourselves in a great position, uh, you know, like you said, in the next month, it really is. And I think that's something that, you know, I I mention it and I always talk about it. And, I, you know, I've been fortunate to get there and I want to get back there and I want to win a World Series. And I think that's something that, you know, if you talk about it, you get comfortable with it, you get guys to, you know, put themselves in that position mentally before they ever even get there. Uh, you know, hopefully that will all all work out and, and, and come to fruition. But I think that's something that, uh, you know, again, like I said, if guys can, you know, literally it's like going to sleep and, and putting yourself in that position and dreaming about it and then, uh, you know, seeing it seeing it play out the way that you would want. Um, there's power in that. I, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. The, the, tell them the pennant race starts now. Like, yeah. I don't care if it's June because – and you tell them this. I keep telling you, say, keep telling them this. I can write something down, and you can read it off if you want. Um, yeah. But it's 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 the, the lesson from last year. I mean, that's the lesson from last oh, year. You're right. Yeah, and yeah. It's, yeah. It was it was. I looking it up again today. It was such it like it flipped. It flipped. Yeah. And and all you need to do is get to the end of the month, and then get through the first few weeks of July. And that's when you're like, because Rich, you know the other part about this. What, how, how, like you said, you, the roster is pretty well constructed. Yeah. But for a team like that to add guys, yeah, like what it would do for you guys to be like, let's go, let's go, yeah, right? No, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, you know, clearly remember um, uh, when we got you Darvish uh, at the trade deadline. Um, you know, uh, uh, when I was in LA and that was, you know, that gives a huge, huge boost to everybody in the clubhouse. Like we're going for it. This is awesome. And, uh, you know, I think that right now you're seeing guys that are, that are really coming into their own with, uh, you know, Mitch Keller. Uh, we have Johanna Oviedo, who's been throwing the ball tremendously. Mm. Uh, you know, these two guys in the starting rotation have been unbelievable. Um, you know, like I said, and I mentioned the guys in the bullpen before and, and the way we're swinging the bats and, and, uh, you know, way Austin Hedges has been able to, uh, you know, anchor the entire, uh, pitching staff and, and really communicate with every guy about their strengths and, and, and what they can do, uh, 
you know, out there and, and on the field and believing in themselves has been, has been tremendous, you know? So I, like I said, the, the construction of this roster um, had, you know, you always have the talent. Everybody has talent, talent and something, but the work ethic is really what has been incredible from this, this group this year. Well, see, I saw you sipping on like cappuccino or coffee or something. So I, I was, did. I, I know I had, I, it was, it was the, it was the room. It was the, the, uh, hotel room cappuccino. I know. That's why I felt like that's I, right. look at this, look at this little cup. Little I know cup. I knew exactly. I thought it was the fact well, that I didn't you, want to show it. I was like, oh, I can't, uh, I can't. <laughs> the fact that you needed two fingers to hold your cup. I knew that it, it was something with a lot of caffeine in it. So yeah. <laughs> that's, and so I wanted to be that another jolt of caffeine. I wanted to get you fired up. I love it. That's great. You're, I mean, you, man, you hit the nail on the head. You hit the yeah. nail on the head. I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to, how am I going to give you the credit though? When I go in, there? I don't want credit. I don't oh, want credit. You need credit, credit where credits do. By the so. way, also I have uh, up in my room. Yeah. I, I literally have black and gold t-shirts. I, yeah. I have, I have the black and gold t-shirts ready. If I ship them to you, will you distribute? Yeah, ship them to me. Yeah, I okay. can't wait to get one. I mean, it's I'm still waiting. I, I know, I believe me, I know. But it, 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 <laughs> I'd have it on right now. I'd have it on. I, 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 well, all I ask is all I ask. Look at this. Look at this. Uh, I know that's. <laughs> oh my gosh! Look at this! Look at this! What is going on? That because because you're nervous to come on the podcast or what's no, going? I get, you know, it's the old age. You get older. You start uh, sweating. Hopefully, uh, I don't have to give anybody high five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man! I'm gonna have to take a blow dryer after this and tamp uh, it down. <laughs> Listen again. This is between the adrenaline rushing and the nerves. It's the, yeah, it, 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 that was it. It kicked in. The waterworks uh, started going. I was getting the, fired the, up. The whole thing. The whole ball of wax. That's what you had. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. F. Um... All right, the last thing is, this is a totally random thing, but you you brought up O'Neill Cruz and made me think. Yeah. Um uh I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Ellie Dela Cruz, right? The kid that oh, came yeah, up from Yeah, right, right. right. In so division, in division, in division. Yes. In division. Good fastest, player. A fastest great. man alive, he said. Um so you've I, I'm be anxious to hear you you've seen these guys come up, right? I remember when I was on my honeymoon, when A Rod came up, oh yeah, I know yeah. that's how that's how old I am. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, and and we you know Griffey comes up, and there's always these guys coming up for you, yeah. like and this guy Ellie Dela Cruz. Maybe it's because of social media. Maybe it's because of it's it's just people know about these prospects and everything else. Like, where does this? Number one, where does this rank in terms of guys you've seen come up being like, oh, wow, oh, man, that's, that guy's different. And who is the guy that you remember feeling the most that way when you start seeing him play? Like, this guy is different. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, I got it. I okay. got it. Right. Well, Wander Franco a couple of years ago. Oh. Yeah, no doubt. No question. 
Absolutely, Wander Franco. I mean, I, I'd have to go back through the Rolodex and dust off the old uh, memory to to grab a few other names. That's I a good one, though. That was uh, yeah. were you with the Rays? Yes, yeah. So I got yeah. to see it firsthand, and I that was, was like, against wow. the Red Sox. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I, you know, a couple people asked me in the off season. I, I and I, you know, I said I, I know this sounds a little bit out there, but it's early obviously in his career, but I said, I, he's going to be a hall of famer. Mm. I mean, just the way he loved, you know, the love, the love for the game being there every single day. I know that, you know, you can say money changes guys or whatever. And this is before he signed his contract or and all that. But I, and I, and I saw him when we went to uh, Tampa, he's the same guy, same guy. He doesn't change. So I think that, uh, you know, his ability to be a switch hitter at, at a premier position like shortstop um, and his ability to, uh, I don't know, just, just play the game like uh, like you're playing in your backyard shows a lot, um, you know, of of insight to somebody's career moving forward and, and the confidence that they have in their ability. Okay, that's a good one. And it made me remember one last thing before yeah. I let you go towel off. Yeah. Um, uh, Ellie uh, uh, De La Cruz can can talk about being the fastest man alive, but I don't think I've talked to you since your race to the bag with Miguel Cabrera. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> yeah, that's that, nice. That yeah. Was, that was good. Yeah, he would be one, right, Cabrera. Yeah, he would be. He would well, be up, you know. well, the the sprint speed that you had, like I'm not even joking. Like you kicked it into another gear getting over to first base. Yeah. I mean, I keep telling them every night here, I'm ready to pinch run. I first I say I'm ready to pinch hit because there's no doubt I can do that. Um, but running, you know, is is uh always been my closing speed has always been pretty pretty You ever been timed in the forty? Ever been timed in the forty? Yeah, I don't a long no, time ago. A long time ago. All right. Yeah. Well, well you see is uh uh, what was it? What is it called? Oh, the, uh, oh, oh, the uh, hourglass. Hourglass. Yeah. There you go. The uh, yeah. Well, I I tell you what, and and we're, when we do the retrospective of the 2023 baseball season, the greatest athletic achievement was you sprinting to first base so far. Forget about. <laughs> I, I'm going to put up a poll. Which was more impressive, you sprinting to first base, or Ellie Dela Cruz running around the bases the other day? <laughs> I know what I'm voting for. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like to actually see. Now I have to go out and time myself and go from what was that first to home? Is that what he or did he go? Did he? Uh, he went uh, first to f- first to home. First to home. Yeah, yeah. So we can do a side by side comparison at some point. Ooh. Uh, maybe I take off from first. I have to be loose, stretched out. It's like the it's like the thing they do in Atlanta. With the with the, oh, the, the freeze, freeze. The they let the, the chamoke in the cargo shorts like yeah, run yeah, fifty yeah. yards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I I think I would be able to you know just let me go first to first to home and something. <laughs> I like it. All right, well we we solved a lot of the world's problems today, Rich. Uh, again, go towel off. I appreciate you no, all your time. Look at this! <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like 
I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.